morning, everyone. In case it's not morning where you're at, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. I'm your host, Anthony Longhair LeClaire, and I'm joined by my fabulous co-host, the marvelous Marla the Mouse McCarty. What's up, everybody? And Mackenzie Drive, everybody. You guys talk really fast. <laughs> it's just, it's just, I don't know how this happens. It's, it's just the intro to get all that shit out of the way. Oh. Yeah. I, I slow down. I start gold blooming after this. I uh, 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 well, uh, uh, there it is. Oh, and by the way, hi. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. I, I, I threw that reel off. Um, so uh, today, um, between plugging a new uh, teaser release from Mackenzie Drive and hopping into an interview. We're also going to do uh, one of our separate podcast episodes. We're going to review a couple of songs. And today's special, we're not just doing one single or one... Uh, uh, see, there's the gold blooming. Or, or one album from one artist. We're doing two individual singles from two individual artists. Ooh, Ooh. exciting. Yeah. Ooh. So, the first one we're going to jump into is a song by New York-born and Australia-bred Valencia James who uh, has a fucking gorgeous voice, in my opinion. And hey, she's um, a really cool name, too. Yes, Valencia, Valencia is a fantastic is a name. name. <laughs> um, which she is probably like, wow, I haven't heard that before. Um, so, <laughs> so regardless... The struggle is real. Right. Um, so, regardless, we're going to uh, hop into this uh, this track called Dreamers. Um, she had released it previously just as studio version. It's out on Spotify. The links will be below so you can hear the difference between the two. I've opted to play what I think is the superior version, which is the live studio version. So it's just her sitting on a stool, uh, one of the guys in the studio sitting on a Rhodes, and the other one behind on the pads for percussion. And um, I think it's fucking awesome rendition and we'll just dive straight in and then we'll uh, we'll get to chatting so you don't have to listen to my voice the whole time Young hearts in the dark 
That is Dreamers by Valencia James. I quite like that. And I sort of agree with you on that, because I I had listened to the the studio version of this song earlier with you, and then listen, and I really enjoy this, like, stripped down version of it. Like, it's, I don't know, like, I I can listen to to the lyrics more, I guess. I really like the song, though. I really do. My opinion, (laughs) you know, as an artist and both of you artists as well, I think sometimes when you, um, when it's a live studio version of it, um, as an artist, you kind of think, oh God, am I going to hit the right notes? Am I going to be able to, to bring justice to this acoustic version of the song that's different than what you do when you are in the studio? Mm. And, uh, she's got a great tone to her voice and I think she really pulled it off. Um, the the runs that she has going on in the chorus are fantastic. Yeah. And I, you know, it's, yeah, it's almost yeah. envious. I feel, um, and I'm looking at the picture on the screen as well of her in the studio, and uh, she's quite beautiful as well. Yeah, this so that's I I did a written review of this uh, this morning actually, and and compared and contrasted the two versions. What I want to say about this video, um, and I I just have to reiterate it again here on the podcast because so you see how the the pop screen is in front of her face there mm-hmm. majority of the the video is that like you see her eyes and so it's like a pop screen with eyes oh. and it drives me fucking off the wall because i want to see what and i i mentioned this again in the review because as a singer yeah. myself i want to see how she's manipulating her words with her mouth mm-hmm. i want to see that that yeah. what's happening here right um but i also have a feeling other people for whatever reasons, uh, and I'm sure they're varied, want to want to see her. I mean, so that's one thing that, unless she's doing like a Sia thing where she's putting her hair in front of her face and turning her back to the audience and so no one can fucking see her. Um, but I don't believe that's what she's doing here. I just think that this is the video that was shot and then yeah. I don't know if they even thought about the fact that you can't really see her face. I just, um, yeah, I feel like there's a vulnerability to it that was very pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very captivating is the word I'm looking yeah. for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and it's so stripped down. Like it's just that Rhodes uh keys sound, right? And then the the drum pads in the back and then her voice. Yeah. I mean there's definitely there's definitely something to be said for like like I do enjoy when people put that like production into it and you have all the synth in the background and stuff and I I can really get behind that too. But also at the same time, like there's really something to be said for taking like having stripped down versions of your songs, you know what I mean? And I totally agree because I think uh, you know when you're when you're a songwriter, you write these songs and they're coming from your heart. It's an experience that you've experienced, right? Mm-hmm. It's something that you have gone through in your life. You're pretty much writing into a diary, which then becomes a song. So sometimes it's easy to get into the studio and hide behind the synth and hide behind the dancing mm-hmm. and hide behind everything, mm-hmm. but. Because then you can kind of forget about it because it becomes a whole different song. But when you strip it away and it's just you with, you know, it, just you live with nothing, then you actually have to relive that vulnerability and that, yeah. that I don't know what word I'm looking for, yeah. but you have to relive that. And I think that's what captivates people is when you have a big, big song and then you strip it down to make people realize or for people to actually hear what the lyrics are saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And it's interesting because it made me think 
So, like, an interesting example of that, I guess, is there's an artist that I listen to. I don't know if you ever heard any Gabrielle Applin at all, if you've listened to her. I think I've showed you her music before, oh, but um, she's, a, she's a British musician, and a lot of her stuff, like, it, well, she started off more acoustic, but as, like, more her more recent stuff is, like, going towards, like, more the poppier, synthier mm-hmm. kind of route, and I love it. I absolutely love it, but she's got this song called Waking Up Slow, and she has two versions of it. She has her synthy poppy version of it and then she has a stripped down version of it that's just her and the piano and I fucking love it mm. it's cause it's just oh like it just gives me the chills yeah I mean and it's, it's funny it's just like yeah you know you're also into the songs that have the 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 synth and, and all that electronic work onto it and I mean that's <laughs> it's probably a good thing that you do cause we're gonna be breaking into an interview with uh, Mackenzie Drive oh, yeah. <laughs> later <laughs> I'm far from a acoustic. <laughs> which, which, which might happen to have some electronic uh, <laughs> uh, instrumentation behind it, uh, but also thanks to your wonderful composer, because Dana's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, he really is, yeah. It, yeah, and it's... It, it's re- So I know we shouldn't necessarily <laughs> be getting into this here, but it's really interesting hearing the difference, the stuff that you're playing between when you guys started working together and now hearing the evolution of that. It is, mm-hmm. I'm amped about this There's the second a one. cool story behind it, too. Which we will get into on not this episode. No. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to get into it. We're foreshadowing. Um, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. We're, we're dun, getting... Dun, dun, stay dun. tuned, everybody. Leading stay people tuned. on. First interview Just with clothes on. Just them that's along. <laughs> <laughs> and then once the whiskey comes out. I wonder if Rob's going to... No, he won't. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, so that being said, so uh, I guess I should touch a bit on what this song's about. Um, so it's called Dreamers, and it's all about a time where, um, according to Valencia James herself, uh, it was all about a time that she was just rediscovering her own dreams and aspirations and realizing that she can break beyond all the shit that she's dealt with in order to move forward to try and achieve those things, which I feel like your initial album is... Yeah, first, sort of reminiscent of in that in that regard. It's uh, such a liberating feeling to be able to do that. Yeah. So this song, in in a lot of ways, was as you say that that diary entry of this is me moving, like yeah. this is what's going on now. I know I can move forward, yeah. and then her also putting that out to the world to try and help other people move forward. So, but you can also hear the pain in her voice, and I like that. I yeah, think that that's a real talent to have is to be able to to share that. Because it's one thing to write a song, but to be able to to share that emotion yeah. in, in your vocals and in in the the picture that you create, the image that you create in those songs, and I think she did a really good job doing that. Yeah, there's a clear vulnerability and and Absolutely. pain with it, and it's yeah. Um, so that being said, the uh, next one we're gonna hop into the uh, second single here is. Um, uh, London-based Goran, whose uh, song "I Don't Love You Anymore" is what we're going to dig into here. So let's check that out. Hold me tight and don't let go. You'll be fighting on your own. Even though you're always here, I feel alone 
You should watch how much you think and get a grip before you sink. I won't take it anymore. I'm on the brink. I don't mind you here, but you'll find it's clear. Start and let me speak. Take a moment and relax. Let's try sticking to the facts, honey. You and I were different after that. I don't mind you here, but you'll find. I Don't Love You Anymore by Goran. I sure hope he's not singing that song to me. <laughs> <laughs> I quite love that song. Yeah. I, I really do. I'm a little a little blushy about that. Mm. He's hot. 
I thought your whole goal is to get me to blush tonight, and you're, you're already <laughs> on the way. You never told me there was a hot Brit who could actually sing really well. Yeah, yeah this guy's got serious pipes, though. Oh, yeah. Like, and, oh my god. Yeah, and, uh, well, you're making the, the smoking comment while yeah. we were listening to the song. Um, yes. Yeah. Yes, because when I was younger, I started smoking because I wanted to have that rasp. And when I hear it in somebody else's voice, especially in a guy, mm-hmm. it's like, Jesus. You like having that little burn right I do. Here nice little, it, yeah. like, raspy rasp. Yeah, on and there, the yeah. only other person who really makes that, like, who, for me, does that for me, like, does Brian that Adams. whole, like, no pink, oh my god. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh my god, that sexy yeah. smoker yeah, rasp. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, does yeah. have a fantastic rasp. She really has that, Ugh. absolutely, yeah. Also, I gotta say, the lyrics of the song are fantastic, yeah. and they make me really sad but like in a good way because like i can relate i've fucking been there man i have and it sucks and there's like you're sitting there and you're in a relationship and you don't feel this way about this person anymore but they still really love you and it fucking sucks and it's like you'll do anything to sit there and i just like i sat there trying to find music i'm like no one understands i'm just listening to music where everyone else is like falling out of love with the person who's singing about the song and, and then i'm like Oh, there's a song here that's like this person knows what I'm going through. Right. You know, it's mm-hmm. I really like that. Well, and I feel sometimes so. Sorry. I feel you, man. I really do. <laughs> I do too. Hey, mm. or you'd like to? I would like to. Oh, um, that's a let's pause for the uh, the ambulance. That's for me. My heart stopped. They're coming to take you away. <laughs> <laughs> My heart is stopped. But no, it's it's very true, and I can and I can totally relate to how you feel in what you were saying in that as well because. You know, when you're stuck in a relationship and things are going to crap mm-hmm. and you feel like there's no way out because let's say you own a house and a car mm-hmm. and you're stuck with this person and you realize that it's really not working out and there's nothing. And, you know, sometimes music is the only outlet and you can really hear that in this song. Absolutely yeah. you can. Yeah. And it's like, you know, also there's that whole thing where it's like, I don't mind you here. Like, you know, I still enjoy you as, as a person. Right. I just don't feel the way that I used to. Yeah. Man. Yeah. That's some shit right there. That's some yeah. shit. I mean, hey, yeah. hey, if you're listening and you want to come to Canada, I'm totally cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> so, shout out to Goran. Come on over uh, and visit the great buzzing metropolis of North Bay and we'll get you a gig out here. Yeah. You can come be on our podcast, too. Yeah, that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so, I don't love you anymore, Goran. I mean, I don't, I don't mean that I don't love you anymore, Goran. I just mean to say... Well, I'm saying I don't love you anymore, Anthony. I'm going for him. <laughs> Sorry, man. I mean, he's younger. He's got a better head of hair. He's, you know, I mean, he's got the the rasp you're looking for. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, I get it. It's fine. Mm. Okay. But Rob will be here shortly. Well, that could change things too. Whatever. <laughs> Jesus, I have so many options. Yeah, life's, life's tough, eh? It's, it's uh, a hard life to live. Yeah. Especially in uh, the situation of this song. Uh, life can be quite tough. Uh, let's bring that back around. Yeah, that I got so off topic. Uh, talking. No, 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 no. I mean, um, I was when I was doing the written review of this. I was also going over my own experience of understanding that shit. So it's interesting mm-hmm. that you both just like, oh yeah, well that, or like say, well this happens, and you have mm-hmm. this, and it's, yeah, we are, we've all been there. Well, relationships yeah. are such a, there's such a crazy. Emotions are high. Everything's high. You're getting to know somebody else, and mm-hmm. you know. 
you know, it could be, it could happen one year into the relationship. It could happen 10 years into the relationship where you're just like, I can't do this anymore. I don't love you. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that's a, a really shitty realization to have. It is. And it sucks because it's like, oh, there's nothing I can really do about this. Like, but the coolest thing about it uh, being like as a songwriter, and I think I give him kudos for this is that to be able to have three people listen to the song and some of us, like for me, for the first time to listen to it and to be Mm. able to spark that emotion in somebody who has never heard the song. And this is the first time clearly he's got good, um, good quality lyrics to make somebody listen to it for the first time and hear the lyrics and not the music behind it. Yeah, absolutely. We, uh, we had done a previous um, review of this song, which didn't get posted, um, largely because parties involved reviewing it were not fully comfortable about how it went, and then also um, just because the mic set up ahead of the time, there's a loose cable and the, oh. the mic was fucking up, so it was getting like a push and some of the stuff which I didn't hear until playback, which That's really sucked. Um, but it's great because then I got... Uh, a hold of the Valencia James single and it just seemed to work to have these two opposing themes mm-hmm. on two very heartbreakingly beautiful songs. Mm-hmm. But on two different aspects of the of the heartbreak scale. Hers yeah. was very pulled back and acoustic. His was yeah. very obviously production. Yeah, exactly. But his runs and his rasp and just the, the whole... It, it almost... To me, it was very similar... To the emotion that you would feel when you listen to a Sam Smith song or an Adele song. Yeah, I was thinking that. I was almost even thinking, like, Troy Sivan, too. Like, that sort of, like, with the synth in there as well. Kind of made me think of Troy Sivan on his music. But but when we were doing the previous review of this, um, during us listening to the song, one of the guys who was reviewing was just like... He was basically saying it's so unoriginal. And, um... And which... I mean, everyone's entitled to their own opinion, so I get it. And, I mean, I'm still trying to get a handle of his musical taste because some of the stuff that I'm like, well, yeah, but that's this band. So I feel like it's a... There's already a band or a group who's done this one thing, so try and be original, Mm. which is really hard to do after, you know, how many years, how many decades of rock and roll have there been now? Mm. Well, and that's the thing. And, And, you know, this is a huge passion of mine when people say, you know, you have to be original. You have to be original. You know, I wouldn't be here today as a musician mm. if it wasn't that I was inspired, if I wasn't inspired by the, the artist, the pop artist that came before me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's the thing. I don't think there's anything wrong with, like, being inspired by other people's music. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, there was a time where I had performed and I had this one certain costume that I had performed and it was the first time I ever performed. And then... Six months later, I performed again, and somebody who was also performing at the at the same event had the exact same costume as I did. And for a second, I was kind of like, "What the hell is going on?" Like not at like the same costume that I wore in the first performance that I had. It was almost mm-hmm. like they were inspired by what I was wearing. And you know, at first, I was kind of taken back, like, "Oh my god, they're copying me!" 
But then you realize that the inspiration behind it is something that you've done that inspired them to mm-hmm. to yeah. take that on. So I mean, original or not, there's really no original music out there anymore. People are inspired by other musicians, inspired by other people, and then you take on that and then you try it yourself. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But it's all about inspiring each other to work as a team to create music. Yeah. I feel that's just my opinion. About I it. I tend to agree with you. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I think a lot of people pull influences from many different artists and I don't think there's a problem with that. I don't think so either. I mean, if you're going to plagiarize the song, absolutely, mm-hmm. but not if it's... Rob's about to walk in. Is He's it? already turned the handle. <laughs> Mr. Rob, for fuck's sake, I'm just trying to teach you Theater McCubbin. Welcome. Welcome <laughs> into I the podcast. I thought you guys were recording, so I didn't mind. You were. Well, I, heard, were. I heard you come in and I thought that you had heard as well. And Do you then want me to lock they the just, door? Uh, If you could, that'd be amazing because I don't want someone else randomly walking. Are we cutting this part? No, no, no. That's fine. We can <clears> keep it. It'll be amusing. I was holding in a cough. Oh, well, that, well I'll cut the cough out. Well, you don't have to cut the cough. <laughs> I mean, really, I don't care. The price you pay for the grain in your voice. I know, the the price I pay for looking at that, that hunk of hunk over there. Jesus. This guy, not you. Yeah. Well. He already talked about it. How are you? I'm good, how are you? Don't hit the mic. Oh, like you just did. <sighs> I tried not you to. You did <laughs> Did you make an effort not to hit it? Have a seat. What are we listening to, Gorn? Uh, we, we just did. Okay. Um, and we listened to a single before that. I don't know how well you recall the... Uh, the song by Gorn. Yes, I certainly yeah. do. Oh well, uh, feel free to give your no, no, your no, re-commentary no, no, okay. if you wish. I've, I gave my commentary last time. Okay. Well, yeah, what but was that, that that episode's not going to probably air because we have it on this one. Oh, all right. And just because this actually has like the solid quality and not the on there. I said I like the song. Uh, it was very much a I got a sort of a Sean Mendes kind of kind of feel from it. Um. But I felt that it was, his voice was great, mm. but I felt that overall, um, it was pretty pedestrian in that it wasn't, there was nothing overly interesting about it for me. I liked right. his voice a lot. Right. You're yeah. the Simon Cowell of this. That's me. Yeah, well, t- typically that's Andy. I mean, uh, so at least, yeah. it, at least in that episode when we were, when we were covering it, when we were recording that, that was Andy. Mm-hmm. I was just, I was just going back over, uh, some of the stuff that he said and it was just about like how it, it was seemingly unoriginal in comparison because there are other people who've done it before. And then we were talking about, well, yeah, but that's what inspires us. And in my mind, someone could have done it before, but if you're going to show up and do it better, then, like, I don't... So I don't know... I wouldn't be able to think of a song that's like... The, I'm sure there are thousands of them, but I can't offhand think of one because it's not really my wheelhouse in terms mm-hmm. of music. Mm-hmm. But... Um, oh, it's mine. He can sing to me any day. So, okay. But, so, name me a song that, that came out in the past 10 years that's like this that's similar to this one yeah um who did uh who did beautiful who did that oh James, James Blunt. Blunt James Blunt I'd argue this is a better song so that's so yeah, I, I would say so, so lyrically or musically um why well, I his because lyrically I I this is I again mm-hmm. what I remember of it was it wasn't anything that like it did touch me, yeah. Uh, because of its its content, but it wasn't overly sophisticated in terms of its imagery. 
No, I don't. It's, yeah, I don't, I don't, don't suppose it's meant to be. Uh, yeah, I no, mean, it it's, probably isn't because because it's it's a yeah. straightforward story of how literally he doesn't love someone anymore, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. it's, it's uh, as simple as it gets. I mean, people. I, I do, but I do remember what Andy said, and I and I, yeah. I liked his comment uh, when he said, "If this has its emotional core is based on the narrative of this man's real life, mm-hmm. the music." does not have that same evocative emotional context that the lyrics do. The music is not as creative. Sorry, what, he didn't use the word creative. I remember Andy was talking about the idea of you can break me with the lyrics, but if the music is the same, then where is that, where is that gut mm. in, the, in, in that sort of like I said the emotional core and yeah, it's interesting I'm, because I, I can't remember what we were talking about uh, when he was here but it was that idea of um, like I was just listening to and I'm, I don't know what you think but it seems like something you would like uh, no I'm not kidding because I know what she likes uh, I was listening to this morning while working on Strange uh, Kate Bush oh yeah and you listen to a song like This Woman's Work. Mm-hmm. It breaks. It's, it's, in the, it's in the soul of the music, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you hear it. And I don't... I, I rem, like, I, when I heard this song, I heard it in his voice. I didn't hear it in yeah. the music. So that's what I was about to ask. I was going to say, do you yeah. hear it... When you say music, do you mean the instrumentation or do you mean... Instrumentation. Okay. That because, is what I, mean. I was going to say, yes. because in his voice, I fucking hear yeah. what he's singing. Yeah, totally. And I hear the meaning like, of totally it, too. That. And I just wish the music would mm-hmm. lend its, like, the, the instrumentation mm-hmm. without the, the click track, without the, you know, without yeah. that kind of stuff. Because it could be as inventive as the, like, sort of the evocative nature of the lyrics and stuff, right? Yeah. And I'm almost positive you said that. You were mm-hmm. the one who said something about... You weren't big on the click track. Oh right? yeah. yeah, I'm just I, anytime there's synth uh, yeah. that like on a ballad like that, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna likely be like, it's already a ballad. Just strip it down. So we yeah. we did play a song uh, just before this. Uh, it was another single that is I think quite fabulous from uh, an Australian uh, musician, and she has like a studio version and like a live studio version, and the live studio version I think is far superior because it is just two other musicians and she's sitting on a stool just singing and it's like oh, it's yeah, yeah. farther farther the pulled back yeah like if you're gonna have a big production like if you're gonna have a big production then go big you know sure and then like hit the beats out and get all that synth going and get it rocking but you don't need all that or if you do need it, then you really need it when you, you know there should be some like Howard Shore shit going on there with like some uh, there, there's there's a string section at the end of this song, but it's also very very subdued in the mix of everything else. And uh, if there was more of that, if that was done with like an orchestra, remember when we were here last year and uh, remember uh, what's his face and his father recorded that song. We, we watched it where they're sitting at the piano. Oh yeah. <laughs> What's his face? <laughs> yeah, but what's, what's, what's his, his name? Face? You know, you know, what's his you know? Andrea Bocelli and his, yeah, and his right. son. Yeah. 
Yeah. And there's there's a simplicity, and yet mm-hmm. vocally, which this guy has, this Gory yeah. guy has the pipes. So yeah, yeah. I, I mean, how cool would that right be? You know, working with a, like you said, a symphony orchestra or something like that, or and maybe he will. I I could see him getting to that point. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. do we know the background of this song? Was this his first single? Was it like his second? It's, Was this part of like so has it, he been doing this for years? It's not his first single. He's uh, he's been performing for a few years now. He's okay. uh, so when I was the EPK I was sent is viral Brit grad is how this was pitched to me right so he's a graduate of the Brit school which is like the big musicy thing where Amy Winehouse went yeah, and Adele went and, and Adele yeah. came from, yeah. um so he before that I believe it says here yeah so he's he's released a bunch of previous singles I don't think he has a full album out yet but he's released a bunch of previous singles that in like a manner of only a couple of weeks have hit like 100,000 plus uh, listens and uh, so he's. I can see why that's for sure. Well, <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. So, um, so I mean, he's. I guess he's fairly new on the the pro scene or whatever. But yeah. he's uh, he's not by any stretch of the imagination uh, an amateur or like a new musician, right? Like he's mm-hmm. he's gone to school for this and right. is now just like him. and yeah and now yeah, and yeah. So he's pushing sure. out that way. Um. So yeah, I mean, I and apparently he was performing when he was twelve. So, um, I mean, that's, that's a lot of musician stories, though. I mean, some people are really shit when they're twelve, though, and then they. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, mm, he's I the Nick Bogel of oh, the school, right? How old is Nick now? Nick is uh, would he be nineteen or twenty? Nineteen? Yeah, nineteen or twenty? Yeah. Man, I remember when he was this tall doing theater. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. All right, we're getting way off topic, though. Um, with that, well, we but never do that. We never get off topic. No. But um, I would never want to be a star or be in music at that young of an age. Yeah, well, then then you go the oh, road. I thought you were going to say I would never want to be uh, a star on this program with <laughs> us reviewing <laughs> your, your work. You can review my stuff. I don't care. Well, <laughs> well we're about to. We're we're going to finish uh, off. We're going to absolutely. You can review my stuff. I don't. Uh, yeah. I have nothing to hide. Well, it's perfect because we're going to sign off from this episode and we're going to jump right into. Uh, I don't know if, if we'll grab a drink there for Robert if you want or whatever, and then we'll hop right into. Uh, into your into your music. Yeah, we'll cut that part from it too. Just part on a cement. I wondered when you said that actually whether that was. You know, well, you know what they they know. I, yeah, it's just you know they don't want to broadcast. They're very very against to our it. seven listeners. Yeah, exactly. No, it's nine now. Did you know? Okay. okay. No, no. no. Um, so more. just nine subscribers. It's like. 400 downloads. I have no idea where okay. we're at now. I don't even. Nice. Um, every time I post a new episode, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then I just keep going. Let's put a picture of you naked on the cover. There you go. <laughs> no comment? What's the story with that? That's like a t-shirt of my thermostat company. <laughs> what are you talking about? We are getting fuck? so off topic. Can, can we sign off from this fucking thing <laughs> yeah, before yeah, we go yeah, on? yeah, yeah. yeah. Because the audience can't see what I'm pointing at right now. That's but, right. Uh, I'm wearing an Ecobee t-shirt yeah. that Rob is severely <laughs> confused about. Um, I was just trying to fix my furnace at home. That's why. Oh, all right. Okay. Well, anyway, so we're going to bugger off from this episode <laughs> and we're going to jump straight into yours. And uh, after a brief break for fresh air and drinks. 
and uh, and then we'll uh, we'll be back. Swept media get swept up in today's independent music. Well, we won't be back to them because they'll have no idea. They'll be listening to a new episode. Exactly. Which is why we'll probably edit this piece as well. No, I always put the shit in because it's funny. And then it ends up at, after the... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the blooper. After the final... Yeah. yeah. Typically after the uh, outro, I, I just throw in all the funny shit. But minus the comment about you. Oops. All right.